The entire team at the Emsolation Podcast acknowledges the traditional custodians and cultures of the lands and seas on which we live and work. We pay our respects to all First Nations peoples, elders and ancestors. We acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded and stand in solidarity towards a shared future. I personally want to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which I record this podcast every week, the Wurundjeri people. I recognise their continued connection to the land and waters of this beautiful place I call home. Always was, always will be. M. Rossiano. With a smattering of blonde hair on the cheeks, but not too much around the butthole. If I could just tell you how stunning his bottom is. And Michael Lucas. You have a high capacity to feel a personal attack. This is M. Salation. Also, full respect for you calling yourself a 40-year-old, not a 40-something. Well done, well done, well done. Let's hold on to that. I'm younger than you, bitch. You are. You're in M. Salation. Well, hello there and welcome to Emsolation. My name is Em Rossiano. I'm a writer, a singer, a stand-up comedian, a maximalist power queen, a neurodivergent magic brain, a podcaster, and together with my best friend, Mr. Michael Lucas, who is an actor award winner and a Logie award winner and a screenwriter, I bring you this podcast every Thursday. I'm speaking really fast because I'm being made to do this intro when I really want to hang curtains and sort the cupboard out at the studio. But then Zeke's like, no, do the intro. I'm like, how dare you? How dare you know me so well and know that I will put this off and put this off and then not do it because I'm hyperfixating on making over a space in the office. I'm also cold, but I only bought a really big jacket and I'm wearing a T-shirt underneath and there's no middle ground. There's no bridge between jacket and T-shirt. So I'm wearing the jacket. I can't do any work because I feel like I'm about to go somewhere. It's like a formal occasion and I'm not going to be doing any work in a formal jacket. And I take it off and I'm too cold. I'm like, well, I can't concentrate on doing any work because all I can think about is how cold I am and I don't have a middle ground cardigan. (sighs) How are you? I am well. uh, Fast brain, as usual. I don't know, today I'm feeling a bit scratchy. You know, sometimes I've adjusted my medication for my ADHD and I think I feel a bit hollowed out and scratchy. So, and I've had a coffee, I had a mocha, which was dumb. I don't know, I was just feeling like living on the edge today. But that aside, I want to tell you what happened to me. I want to tell you something that happened to me. I went to the pharmacy because I had to fill a bunch of scripts. I have pharmacy anxiety because... And people who do have ADHD know when you take in your stimulant scripts, they tend to look at you, especially if you're a woman of a certain age, like, is this some kind of housewife junkie dealer of stimulants for ADHD? Because people do that. People sell the medication that keeps me going. Like, they sell little tablets and stuff of it to kids, not young kids, but like, you know, I don't know, I'm not up on the drug scene. You know what I'm trying to say. So I tend to save up on my scripts for once and just go in. And the girls and I, we went and saw my doctor, Jamie. He gets annoyed when I don't say his name. Actually, at our last appointment, he said, oh, you got your iron infusion, but you didn't mention me. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry, Dr. Jamie. Now he's the best. If you can find yourself a GP that cares and he's young and gay and went to your high school, like it really is life-changing. So the girls and I went in for some maintenance. I took the two teenage daughters and I, and um, he looked up our noses because we're all having problems with breathing and sleeping. And he found that all of us have swollen turbinates, okay? Now, these are the things, they're like folds that are behind the adenoids. And it causes sleep apnea. And when your colds are hectic, it makes colds worse. And he's like, yours are way too big. Odets are like astronomical. There should be reports written on them. Chella only had bad ones on one side. And he said, we need to reduce them all. 
or, you know, we'll have to have some surgery. So he put us on some steroid nose spray, okay? So I had scripts for three of these steroid nose sprays. So I go into the pharmacy that's closest to my house and I'm feeling anxious. Also had to refill my ADHD meds and Odette's ADHD meds. So I'm in there getting three nose sprays that have got steroids in it and two stimulant prescriptions. And I hand it over and I just nervously await the chemist. He's reading the scripts and he looks up at me and he says, you know, you should really be just using salt water in your nose. And I said, what? He said, yeah, these sprays, this is like, you shouldn't be using these. And I said, yeah, I've got swollen turbinates in the back of my nose, which is causing sleep apnea. And I've possibly been sleep deprived for the last 42 years because of my swollen turbinates. So I don't know that salt water is going to fix that. And he looked at me and then he fucking doubled down. Then he looks down at my scripts, my ADHD med scripts. And he said, oh, why are you getting two types of stimulants? What the fuck is And in my mind, I'm like, why is that any of your business, dickhead? But I just had to smile and, like, give him my life story. And, of course, because I'm an over-explainer, I didn't owe him that. But, of course, I went into, oh, my daughter and I both have ADHD. I'm late diagnosis. She was diagnosed just after me. I don't, excuse me, I don't have to do that. But this happens to me all the time. Anytime I go to a pharmacy, I get the third degree. And it's kind of gross. And I don't think they're allowed to do that. So I just want to say to any of you out there who are pharmacists or maybe you work for a pharmacy, I hope this isn't common practice. And if this happens again, like, oh, my God, you should have seen the argument I had with this man in the shower three hours later. When I was, I mean, he wasn't in the shower with me. I was in the shower by myself going over that event because obviously it really set me off. And I, I, had so, I was so good in the shower when I was coming up against that pharmacist. Oh, my God. I mean, he didn't stand a chance when I was in the shower. When I was in the pharmacy, I was rubbish. I mean, I was really impressed that I remembered the word turbinates. I didn't remember it before I came to speak to you. I had to get my phone and Google it. But I'll now always remember because it's like turbines. Anyway, that's my story. It's just gross. You know. You know. Uh, Have I asked you how you are? Oh, God, I'm just, I'm off my head at the moment. The good news is I finished my speech. My National Press Club address is done. And you're going to hear Michael has read it. And during this episode, you're going to hear his immediate feedback. So I sent it to him, he read it, and then he recorded his feedback and I saved the recording and we're going to play it for you. We also discuss another incredible email I got from JLo, personal email, and there has been an outbreak of a certain STI on a reality TV show that I predicted. And we obviously talk about that in length. Marcella joins us for special commentary. You're going to enjoy it. You're going to love it. Thank you for being here. I don't even know if this is going to be a usable intro. I'll have to check the people who are listening into me right now because I feel like I have really been a bit crazy and manic at this. I'm not supposed to say the word crazy, but I think you can say it if it applies to you. Isn't that the rule? All right. I'm going to bring in the music. That's enough from me. Enjoy what you're about to hear. Make sure you tell all your friends. A lot of you have been. I appreciate the recommendations. We do have a lot of new emsolators, which is exciting. Always looking to grow the empire. All right, play the music. M. Luciano and Michael Lucas. This is Emsolation. Michael Lucas, on Monday at 2.16am, I received an email from my personal friend, J.Lo. Oh, more personal correspondence. Another one. 
You must have felt so blessed. I know. I mean, after the last email, which I still haven't recovered from, where no. she revealed she'd married Ben, obviously. She maybe um, knew that she had to make things up to you. And she did. And the subject <gasps> line was, she, she made it up to me in the form of entertainment. Okay. <laughs> the subject line was early access. Now, this must have been sent out by her PA because obviously she's currently in Paris on her honeymoon yep. with Ben and the kids. They've taken okay. all the kids. Yep. Ben's daughter, Serafina and Violet, the two daughters are there, and mm-hmm. then her twins, Maximilian and Emmy, are there with her. And they're, they're living it up. I've looked at all her outfits. I've read numerous blogs. A crowd greets them every day when they return back to the hotel from sightseeing. Oh, that's It's really nice. cute. It's really cute. involving the fans, yeah. the French fans. Yeah. Back to my personal email. So many exciting things are happening these days. I'm trying to do JLo's accent. I feel like it's weird. I'll just do my own. Yeah, you can't go into any So sort of... many. But she's from Jersey, so I could do a Jersey accent. But then I always go to, like, I always go to Heavy Bronx. You want a coffee? Yeah. I'm JLo. I go to Italian. But she's not. Like, no, I know. Like Russell but like, you know, Well, you know how weirdly, like... It's a me, you're JLo. No, more like... Remember Lady Gaga and Star is Born in, in LA, but she was doing New York? Like, she was going, what you leave the butter out The Bronx. I could do that, the butter. Yeah, but why? I they were try in that. LA. Let's try it. Okay, go. So many exciting things are happening these days, as you all know. It's not bad. <laughs> I'm always full of surprises that I love to share with you first. Foist. Foist? <laughs> last weekend was obviously one of the biggest, but definitely not the last. As you know, today's my birthday, 53. I wow. mean, not that it's important. Exactly 10 years older than us. Not that we're celebrating it, but she looks younger now than she did ever. Oh, absolutely. She, she's peaking. At this rate. Oh, oh, my. I'm scared for her 60th, quite frankly. She's going to be a fetus. Exactly. She's going to be a J-Lo fetus with an amazing <laughs> weave, blonde, caramel, honeyed cinnamon wig. Her 80th will just say there'll be a sperm. Oh, just a sperm. That's it. An ovum. <laughs> so she says, I thought I'd like, to, I'd like to share another little secret with you first. My most loyal fans and supporters. So here it is. Oh. Can't wait to hear what you all think. Hashtag flaunt it. XO JLo. Oh. Are you ready to see? What it was. Yeah. Okay, I'm getting the video up. We're going to do an okay oh, stop. Okay. Which comes from our, one of our favourite podcasts, Pod Save America. Nice crediting of them. Okay, here we go. I'm playing it. Hey, guys. So I have a little secret. Okay, stop. Okay, stop. Where is she? Is It, it looks like she's in the Palace of Versailles Gardens. Is that her personal home? <laughs> it is her personal home. I've seen the vintage. I've seen the footage of her house. That is the, we'll call it a quad. Yeah. That's the quad in between the pool house and her wing. <laughs> you know, it disturbs me that you'd know the layout of her house yeah. so clearly. Mm-hmm. Also, she's wearing like a pressed white shirt. Yeah. Which makes me think she's going into J-Lo's sort of doctor mode almost. You've, you've fucking nailed it. You've got oh. hit the nail on the head. Let's, let's go. Either on. that or she's, she's got the DNA code for dinosaurs and she's going to recreate them or something. That's the kind You're of vibe she has. Okay. You're actually not far off. Okay. I okay stopped because of the whispering straight away. I'm like... I love you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, I have some really exciting news, and I'm sharing it with you first, my JLo beauties, on onthejlo.com, right? Okay, stop. Amazing. Branding. How many times can you get JLo? My JLo beauties on the JLo, JLo.com. We saw it in the organ- inauguration performance. No one does branding better than this woman. She should have started by saying, I want to tell you something on the J-Lo down. Yes. 
She could have got in one more, I believe. I believe too. Probably could have worked in a song lyric, as we've said. Mm. All right, here we go. My most loyal fans and subscribers. So, okay, stop. There's nothing more heartfelt than the word subscribers. <laughs> I've never felt more seen. It's really, it's an amazing thing to bring such warmth yeah. to that word. My God, here we go. Your constant love and support means so much to me. And so many of you are responsible for the success of JLo Beauty. So today... Okay, stop. Oh. I didn't even know that existed. I didn't even JLo know about Beauty. JLo Beauty. <laughs> well, clearly you're not as responsible as you should be. <laughs> I like it that she's speaking it with the reverence mm. of what that one might bring to a charity. Agreed. Mm. Agreed. Okay, here we go. On my birthday, I want to say thank you. Today is my first ever JLo body drop. And you guys are going to get first okay, access. Her body has never dropped. <laughs> <laughs> We've seen it in video clips over the past 25 years. Before anyone else, I've been developing some really amazing clinic. Okay, stop. She's been developing. She's been in the lab she's herself. 100%. She's been mixing in those jojoba, whatever yeah. they are. That's why she chose that shirt. 100%. She's come straight from JLo Labs. Of course she has. And you, you, she's probably got a test tube just out of camera. 100%. But you wait to hear, she, you'll see. Clinically tested skincare for the body over the past year with results you can see and feel. It is the seriously sexy science I always talk to you about. Seriously, seriously sexy, sexy science. science. <laughs> can I just say, yeah. if that had been the name of the subject in school, I would have stuck with it. I require all science moving forward to be seriously sexy. Mm. There can be no other science now. <laughs> I, I need to know more about this seriously sexy science. What does it mean? Are they sexy scientists? Are the sexy scientists there with just like coats on and nothing underneath it, right? Are their butt cheeks cut out of their lab coats? Why are they so sexy? And does therefore the products they make, are they just automatically sexier by default? I think so. Seriously sexy science should be the name <laughs> of everything she does. I never want to ever hear any other science ever again, okay? No. You know, we give all this care and attention to the skin on our face, but we, we sometimes neglect the body. We cannot neglect this. This is our temple. This is our body. Everybody deserves J-Lo body. Okay, stop. It, so is this going to be some sort of moisturising serums for you, the rest of your body now? Oh, it gets so much better than that. Because I've been neglecting think? my body in that regard. What would J-Lo have moisturiser for specifically if it was on brand? Hold Her it. Ass. Oh, no. Hold oh. it. Hold. Especially you J-lovers. So I'm excited to introduce Firm and Flaunt Targeted That's Booty Balm. <laughs> <laughs> Give it all to me. Get it in my eyes. Is she saying if we use the J-Lo Booty Body Balm from the Seriously Sexy Scientists, <laughs> like if I pop that on, and, and I've looked at the tubs. They, they're sold out, by the way, sold out. All the fans sold her out before it even went to the public. The tubs are like the size of, I would say, like, I don't know, uh, the top of a spaghetti jar size. They're little. Look, wow. I, I need this stuff trucked in. If it's gonna, is she saying my ass is going to look like her ass? Yeah. And can I put it on my face? Oh, you need a bath full of it. Oh, like, can I buy it from Costco in Costco-sized containers? Man. Yeah. Her alliteration, I mean, apart from the, the booty balm, she should she should write a Dr. Seuss book is what I'm getting out of it. That's right. I said it. You know I had to make a booty mom. I want you to flaunt your best assets. Yes, asset, assets. Oh, my God. She's, she's just doing jokes now. She's rolling out gear. Yes, I said Could asset. Could you honestly, yeah. do you feel that your ass needs a balm? Oh, God, yeah. Does it? It needs more than a balm. What, what's happening I there? I need is to buy dry? jars of the balm and, and just use it to prop up underneath my butt cheeks and just have my, just have a, my bum cheeks resting upon them like a chariot. 
basically. But is it? But does a balm? Does a balm? Absolutely not. Okay. Right. No. Okay. Because <laughs> if anything, yeah. a balm's meant to be soothing and relaxing. So wouldn't it help it drop? Which is not what you want. But, well, what she's saying is, upon releasing the balm, thousands of tiny little plastic surgeons are able to perform a Brazilian butt lift. Mm, They're mm. just there working away, seriously sexy scientists, tiny little mm, seriously mm. sexy scientists in their lab coats, nude underneath, maybe a g-string, and they're there just working away like on Mount Rushmore, just. Just got my ass, and it's all of a sudden it just starts lifting because there's thousands and thousands of tiny, seriously sexy scientists just lifting my <laughs> ass up, and that's the only way that this cream could do what it says it's going to do. Not that I'm questioning her, but I'm questioning her. Yeah. And I want you to feel great doing so. I pulled a limited quantity earlier than our official launch date. Okay, she pulled it. She went to the warehouse. Yeah, she did. Yeah, she stocked it she up. She said, "Stop that truck. <laughs> Read of it." <laughs> Which is not till August. Just for you guys. And this link here gives you exclusive access to shop Firm and Flaunt targeted booty bomb before anybody else. So what are you waiting for? Go flaunt it. It's summertime. You're going to be in your bathing suit. You're going to be showing off. And I want you to have a great, great summer. Thank you for always being there for me. Um, I love you so much. Thanks for all the love. Oh, can I just say, though, for, for people in the Northern Hemisphere, the, the balm better work quick because we're already into late July. So mm. if you want to, I mean, you've really got to get it happening. Yourself. It's actually much better for you because you'll be able to, like, get the booty balm. Oh, I'll be, like, unleashing it on the beach in three months. Imagine what your ass will be looking oh like in December. Oh, my God, I'll whip the towel off. And it's like, is that Serena? Is Serena Williams <laughs> on the beach down there? Oh, my God. Is that it's one of the Kardashians? In a, that's what I'm expecting. Has someone shipped Michelangelo's <laughs> statue of David in perfect form? <laughs> anyway, I couldn't get some because it sold out. It sold out the moment she sent this email out. Like, I clicked. Gone. How much is it going to set you back? I did see it. something like $65 or something for a tiny jar. Do they, is there a video that shows the application? No, there's a video that shows her applying it. Okay. Nude. What? And there was a big, like a huge nude what? billboard. She should have included that. She, it shows her applying it nude. Yeah, it does. But that was for like, that was for the general public. That was for like the Joe Blows. This is more personal. She's sitting, coming straight from the lab at her personal residence. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Having just stopped the truck to re-divert for her <laughs> yeah. very, very special special friends and supporters. <laughs> and what, so what do you do? It's just a simple get a scoop, rub it on. Is yes. that what it is? Okay, right. And it's got glitter in it. I don't know why you're bothering. You can't see your ass. Well, if you're J-Lo, people will see your ass. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't know about the beauty balm. Okay. I don't think it's going to help me. I feel like it might help someone like my cella, whose ass may just be a little bit dry. Is your ass dry? Your cheek's dry? No, she- but I'm just watching J-Lo pop it on. Oh, here we go. Oh, she's looking good. Here's the video. Here's the video. All right, all right, oh, all right. shimmery legs. Oh, look at that. Yep, look at that. Nice. Touch my. Look at this. Wow. wow. Little suggestion of. Wow. Oh, there's the cream. Okay, there's well, it's quite a lot you put on. Yeah, it's and the tubs are tiny. You'd go through it. You'd go through it in a day. And like, and she's putting it on her legs. I thought it was an ass cream. Well, she she just said you do your face, but you neglect your body. So I think she's just being very liberal with how it. And also, could could your little science, Tell my sexy science microbes, yeah. like won't they just? Is it spe- something specific oh, about the ass? If you put them skin? on the foot, they don't know, they don't know their ass on their head. They get confused. They're ass people. They're they don't know. Do which way do we lift? Yeah. What, what's this? <laughs> this isn't a butthole. What's going on? What sort of texture are we going for here? I don't know. It's quite bony. <laughs> Do you moisturise your bum? No. Do you worry about your bum being dry? Do you moisturise your bum? Mm, 
I exfoliate it. Was it? Did you just demonstrate? So when I'm in when I'm in the shower, I put I put exfoliant on this hand and exfoliant on this hand, and I put my hands on my ass cheek and I do that. Really? Yeah. It's the best wow. way to do it. Okay. Like that. Okay. I'm a jello. I'm essentially jello. Yeah. Yeah. I exfoliate my butt, but I don't moisturize anything from the neck down. I do face, neck, and deck. Face, neck, and deck, neck, and deck, which is like your décolletage. Mm. And then anything from say upper tit down. Oh, she's dry. She's thirsty. She's a piece of old leather. Yeah, re- she's looking at me doing my face like why are you just that's my body. This is my body. Yeah. <laughs> and this is my face. Oh, I'm so refreshed. I feel amazing. Oh, I'm so bouncy. I'm so juicy. I'm so youthy. I can't move. I can't frown. I can't. I just look surprised all the time. But it doesn't matter. And meanwhile, my knees are like help. <laughs> Your face is like, if anything, I'm overhydrated. <laughs> God, I'm just so moisturised. <laughs> do you moisturise your body, Chelma? No. Just I do. You do? I do. Oh, I bet you have a disgusting giant-sized Nivea. I do. It's oh! exactly <laughs> what I have. You are such a hetero. It's a pump. Oh. <laughs> you that are the exactly worst gay man ever I know. out of all gay men. I know. I fucking knew you would have a yeah. family I don't put it on my Nivea. face. I used to. I used to put the body Nivea on my face. Mate, as I have said many times before, my husband uses the same bar of soap for his back crack and sack. I have a serum. I have a serum for my elbows. Wait, you need a different different cream, different soap for your sack? I, I wouldn't be putting anything I put on my sack on my face. No, okay, right. But you said back, sack and crack. Back, and crack that's and all right. sack, that's Yeah, they okay. all, that's the same soap. That's fine. And his face and everything else. Oh, okay. Oh. Well, he probably uses it instead of shampoo. Everything. He doesn't even use shampoo. <laughs> he uses it for toothpaste. He doesn't wash his hair or brush his teeth. He uses just a toothpaste to brush. He doesn't believe in toothpaste, does he? No. He, no, he really? refuses. I no. don't know that. I'm just learning no, that today. No, he doesn't. He read some article. He just washes it with, like, water. Well, he I, I can't He sleeps with tape on it. his mouth. He sleeps with tape on his mouth. Isn't that for Walks some sort of snoring thing? Him. Isn't that to make him breathe better? Yeah, but it's great for your marriage. He's always in noise-cancelling headphones and tapes his mouth up <laughs> and doesn't brush his teeth. He's literally doing face. everything he can to expunge <laughs> yeah. your yeah. existence. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, we've been married 20 years, so, yeah. yep. So I'll let you know when I get another personal email from J-Lo. I have an announcement to make. Um, do I have? No. Nah. I have officially... Dun, that was really impressive. <laughs> what was that? I don't want a I feel like you could have done better than that. I feel like that was a really... Reveal yourself. Oh, who turned her mic on? I'm instantly... I'm turning it off. I have finished my... The first draft of my National Press Club address. Four weeks early. Yeah. And I- can I just say, I'm super... Super offended by your response to that. Oh. I phoned you. Four weeks early is a lot for anyone, though. No, it's not. Not for someone like me who spends eight months writing a one-hour stand-up show. Yeah, okay. So I phoned you on Sunday. The second I had typed the last yeah. word, yeah. and I said, I'm finished. And you said, what? I know. I, said, I was really shocked. And I said, my speech. And you said, what? What? That's so un- I was expecting you to be writing it on the plane to Canberra. Oh, okay, mate. I just thought, I, in my mind, I think I probably even blocked it out of my iCal. It's just like imagining 3am the night before your speech. <laughs> um, <laughs> How ringing me up, talking through the night, 
It no. would be like that bit in When Harry Met Sally when he goes around and she's like, she's just, she's just a complete mystery except without us having sex with each other. I don't know why I brought up that example. That was weird. I've really been thinking a lot about that maybe. Have you? Well, yeah, because it's, uh, as people who follow me on Instagram know, I went inside to get an umbrella and I forgot and then I was looking at, oh no, that's when, that's Sleepers in Seattle, wrong movie. Are they in that movie together? Hot different... Tom Hanks and her in Oh, Billy Crystal and Tom Hanks in the 90s could be interchanged. Do you think? Yeah. I don't care for either of them. Really? Mm-mm. Neither? Well, who would you rather? From the 80s. No, who? I mean, Tom, which one? If you Tom had to pick Hanks. one. Okay. Uh, no, Billy Crystal gives me the heebie I would, I, I would rather join a nunnery. Really? They're my only two options. Let the human race die out. Truly. But you know who my ultimate, like, the hottest, who's the hottest 80s? Who's my number one 80s hot guy? Tom Cruise or something. There's a must- Matt Dillon. There's a moustache. Brad Pitt? There's a moustache. Oh, Tom Selleck. Mm-hmm. Really? Tom Selleck, get in my pants all the way, baby. Really? J-Lo, booty bum up, get ready, mama's coming in. What about... <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Tom, my daughter's now Googling Tom Selleck. Do Tom Selleck in the 80s, not How now. do you go with Burt Reynolds? Because Tom Selleck is in his 80s now. Um, nah. Oh, it's Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck. Three men and a baby. Three men oh. and a baby for me. And I was only about 13 when that movie came mm. out. Oh, my God. Mm. Oh, my God. Three men and a little lady. Terrible. Didn't care. Selleck was there. I still was there for it. Oh, yeah. Look mm. who's talking. Was he in that? No, I think that was John Travolta. Was it? With Christy yes, Alley? Absolutely, it was John Travolta. Oh, see again. he's come back. <laughs> yeah, Tom Selleck for me. Who was your number one? Like, who was your sexual awakening in the 80s? Not Tom Selleck? I didn't have a, any male... Jafar? Sexual awakening. <laughs> no, Scar. Scar. No. <laughs> No, I genuinely didn't. I genuinely didn't. No, it was weird. I know. I think about this a lot. I think, how did I not know from someone in pop culture? No, and Harrison then Ford, and then we got into teenage Solid. years, and I was into like Britney and Jennifer Lopez. Weird. Genuinely though, like mm. I genuinely found them really attractive, mm. and I just didn't. There wasn't any. It wasn't like I was looking at. I don't know who was out there. Ricky Martin or something. Oh, oh. oh. Are you across the Ricky? Martin? I am. But, you know, hasn't it all been dropped and... I don't know. Legend. I don't even know. Let's not talk about Let's it. Let's move on. It's not great. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Back to... So I finished my speech and mm. you were like... You Offensively shocked. Mm. And I don't know, something captured me about this. I went into hyperfixation mode. I became obsessed and I feel like I have this purpose. Mm. Like I have a purpose. I have a duty. And this wasn't just about me winging it and hoping for the best. I feel like I'm doing this for... Everyone else like me who is confused a lot of the time about who's driving their brain. Like, imagine I know I'm driving my brain, but I'm not communicating with the version of me driving my brain. No. It's me, but I've been possessed by me. So yeah, right. sense? Yeah. So I don't know. I just like, no, I'm getting this done. And so I sat down and I wrote <laughs> and I wrote and I wrote and I did it. 5,500 words. And I converted it in on a website that shows you how many words is how many minutes considering the average person's speech pattern. And obviously I speak double the speed of an average person's speech pattern, but I will slow it down on the day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it is sitting at 45 minutes currently. I need to get it down to 30. Mm-hmm. So I sent it to you. Mm. And we're going to immediately, I'm going to play your response because I asked you to record a voice memo because I find taking notes that way easier than having to read an email. And you sent me this voice memo after reading it. Here it is. Hello, it's me. I just finished, and as suggested, I'm recording in a voicemail, which is easier for me, but I also wonder if it's your preferred way, so you can just pick when you want to listen to it. Anyway, um, look, it's... I mean, it's super engaging. It's really good writing. It's 
funny. It's really funny. There's so much of your personality in it. Um, it completely unpacks it in a really engaging way. The way that you riff on your own side quests is really great. The pop culture stuff. I must admit, when you were pitching it to me, I wasn't sure whether J-Lo had a place, but she does, definitely. All those side quests work really, really well. I mean, you know, it's like you could publish it. If I had two notes, they're more just like I could... Look, it's working great. It's working great. It's totally doing what you wanted to do. I wondered whether sometimes it was worth directly calling out what people think. Like, sometimes you edge towards it. Like, I felt like, for example, when you're talking about being, like, distracted, like, you know, difficult in school and everything like that, like, I wondered whether it's worth actually making it more pointed. Like, if you were to say something like, I know what you're thinking. Well, I was like that in school. I had trouble focusing on subjects I didn't like. Like, you kind of say that, but I wondered whether you could go even further and make it more direct, like, actually quote what you hear. And, And likewise, when you're talking about, like, the uptick of, like, how it's like a fad at the moment... Like, like, I wondered whether it's even more powerful if you looked at me and I go, oh, I know what you're thinking. Oh, everyone's being diagnosed. All women are being diagnosed with ADHD in the pandemic. Like, really sort of clearly say... Because that is what people are thinking. But, I mean, I basically don't have it. Like, I mean, you knew I was going to love it and I love it. So, thanks, but not helpful. Like, Why? I wanted you to be harsher. I thought I was pretty harsh. You're not harsh at all. Well, I gave notes. I wanted... What did you want? I don't know. I just wanted well, you I to be like... I would have said that if I felt like you've really missed the boat here. <laughs> I mean... Well, I've sent it to Jamila Rizvi. Oh, was she brutal, was she? She hasn't. She's still editing it. I know. Oh. I'm hoping she's going to be brutal. But she did say, she did preface it with, I just want to say I really loved it. Yeah, well, maybe can't you just accept that it might have been good? No. Okay. So the thing is, now I've got the speech out of the way, I've done the outfit. I've sent, okay. you, I sent you the montage. Uh, can I just say, impressive diligence to complete the speech before the outfit. I'm genuinely impressed by that too. But the second I finished the speech, okay. the outfit was completed 12 yeah. hours later. Yeah, yeah. I got straight online because mm. that was the bargain I did with myself. Once you've done the speech, then you may costume, costume, costume. Now, I've picked all Australian designers. Very good. It's very on brand for me. It's profesh. I made a collage for Michael. You have, mm. which I didn't even acknowledge, and now I'm just remembering yeah, that I was on set sleepily looking at it. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Don't describe it. I want oh, to be I've surprised. Got quite a lot of text yeah, messages. Yeah, you haven't responded you. to my last five, but that's okay. I do that to you a lot. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, so what I'm seeing is wow. Yeah. Don't, don't give it away. Oh, don't but, give it away. But okay. how would you describe it without giving it away my outfit? Oh, like it's like it just yeah. looks like the work of a sexy scientist. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's camp. Yes, it's it's like if Carla Zampatti and Willy Wonka had a love child, they might <laughs> dress like this. Perfect. So, in other words, I've nailed the brief. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. Elegant and yet somehow still completely <laughs> OTT. Good. Okay, great. So that part is done. Speech is pretty done. Bar some editing. Outfit is done. There's one part of the day, though, that I have been really losing sleep over, and I need you to help me with that. Mm-hmm. After I do the speech of half an hour, then there's half an hour of questions from journalists. Yeah. And they, in the past, like, it's not out of the realms of possibility for them to be brutal. Yeah. Well, they yeah, want they want stories. They thing. want clicks. Correct. And there is lots of things journalists could be brutal to me about. Let's be honest, uh, and mm. they have done so in the past. Mm. So I am worried about my answers. <laughs> Why is your face so dewy and moisturised? Yet the rest of your body so dry. <laughs> answers. 
Why is there a trail of skin flakes behind you when you walk? Your knees are screaming out to your cheeks. Why doesn't your face move? Are you surprised? Are you angry? I can't tell. <laughs> I'm just, I, I know that I'm going to be giving this incredibly vulnerable speech, right? Mm. And you and I cried at the end of it. Mm. And I'm going to be feeling all the feels and I'm going to sit down and I'm going to have to be prepared to answer these questions while I'm in a state of, you know what I'm like after shows, you see me. Mm. So I'm going to throw to you some of the most toughest questions I might get and you're going to play the role of me. And yep. I need you to help coach me through answering these questions. Mm, okay. Okay. So the first question I'm going to ask you. Hi, I'm asshole from <laughs> press. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why the media hate me. I just hate them. Um, I <laughs> In the past, you've been critical of footballers using ADHD as an excuse mm. for bad behaviour. Are you now not just doing the same in using ADHD as an excuse for your documented bad behaviour while working on commercial radio? Um, thank you, asshole from <laughs> Press, <laughs> for, that, for that question and for, for being here today. And um, uh, no, I don't believe I, I, I ever have. I've always been very careful uh, to own the mistakes that I have made. Um, I do think it's important to have nuance in this conversation and I and I definitely oh, think there are lots of ways that, that struggling with ADHD has have affected me. Mm -hmm. But in terms of um, moments of discord or moments that, um, you know, perhaps, oh, God, I've really, the train's come off. I don't know, I don't know. Don't I, do it, don't do it. Come on. I know, no, I... I I, I, what about, what about I stand by yeah. that I don't think ADHD should ever be an excuse for any kind of abusive or poor behaviour mm. or uh, and it does distress me when I see that. Mm. And um, and I, I hope that we can have a more nuanced conversation where you can talk about struggles mm. and difficult situations mm. without ever using it as a scapegoat. Oh, Woo! Well, see, it's hard, isn't it? It's hard. Okay, last question. Oh, You've asked... For, uh, it's Daryl from um, Ball Bag Press. Um, you know, you've asked for more allowances for neurodivergence in the workplace, the neurodivergent community in the workplace, but, like, how far should that go? You know, there's not everyone there is neurodivergent and wouldn't you think that neurotypical people might see that as special treatment? I think it is in the interests of workplaces because I think neurodiverse people have an awful lot to give mm. and sometimes have areas of, you know, extreme capability. And so I wouldn't look at it as a massive compromise. I would actually say being friendly to neurodiverse staff and work and coming to understand them mm. is actually going to yield benefits for businesses. Mm. Oh, yes. <clears throat> You've done well. Okay, no, no. Whoa. Okay, okay whoa. Okay. But, I mean, do you see why? It's, I, yeah, it's yeah. scary. I know. Scary. I, I think I think Jamila should help you with this one because I would not trust any answer that I said. <laughs> no, I mean, I will. She'll help me. We're definitely going to do practice questions. Yeah. And I also am very, I just tell the truth instantly because the filter, like, I just want, I've felt misunderstood my whole life. I tend to over-explain things because I'm so afraid of being misunderstood. Yeah. And so often when I over-explain stuff is when I get myself into trouble. Yeah. So I need to make sure that my answers are really succinct. Yeah. And the the need for me to state what I mean, I need yeah. you to state it and not feel the need to then explain what I yeah, stated. Yeah, yeah. That, the explaining part, that's where I get into trouble. Yeah. And just avoid saying the sentence, no, it wasn't me, they were all <laughs>
Don't say that. <laughs> well, you've just got M. Rossiano cancelled. <laughs> August 24th, y'all. Not long now. Woo! Now I'm more excited for it now, slash nervous. All right, we're going to go away and come back. And the unicorn, magical unicorn of death, has predicted a certain situation that's gone down on a reality TV show that is currently filming in Australia. That's next. M. Rossiano and Michael Lucas. This is M. Salation. There was a headline that I clapped upon this week. Oh, that's an interesting term. <laughs> that I thought that I would click upon. It was also sent to me over 500 times because, as we all know, I am the designated vulva and fishing woman. <laughs> Australian reality TV show struck down by outbreak of thrush. <gasps> and gastro among cast with tensions flaring. <laughs> that wasn't the only thing flaring. Mm. As contestants struggle to film romantic scenes with the itchy affliction. Oh. <laughs> the thrush outbreak came yeah. straight after a gastro outbreak ripped through the cast. This is a dating show being filmed now in Sydney where contestants are aged between 40 and 60. <gasps> <laughs> you pitched this show. Don't get me started. Okay. It is one of the shows I pitched that is now being made without me, but that's fine. Okay. Did I not say, did I not say the thrush outbreak would be something I'd be worried about on, say, a Love Island? This TV show apparently has single parents living in a house together while their teenage children try and fix them up with the other mm -hmm. single parents. Mm -hmm. How did a yeast infection rip through the house of people wearing sketches and high-waisted drop crotch seed pants? Oh, tell you what, it's the arc story for the season, though. <laughs> I hope they're embracing it. Yeah, I just When you think about it, so for, for those of you who haven't had a yeast infection, a thrush situation. Mm. It is incredibly burny and itchy. So, like, you're going in going, oh, you know, I, I, I really like you, and and then and the person opposite you is, like, jiggling, you know, mm, like this, mm, and, like, mm. rubbing their thighs together and trying to scratch the itch. And then uh, sometimes when you get an itchy vag, it's more socially acceptable for men to readjust their crotch, right? Mm, but mm. if you see a woman really going in for an itch on her vagin, mm. you, you don't often see women walking around just, like, scratching it like gorillas. But when we get home, oh, my God, it's like we're in, especially if you've got a pubic situation, pubic hair bush, yeah. and just in there like... Yeah, yeah wow. But, so it's quite similar to the way that you um, exfoliate your ass. Yeah, I mean, I, I, can, I can do front, I can do back, I can do front, I can do back. <laughs> so we don't do that. But, it, like, when you have an itch down the area, women have to sometimes, like, pretend, like, oh, I'm just, oh, I'm going to scratch my face. Oh, what's over there? I'm just kind of rubbing my hands down. Oh, what, oh, I'll scratch it. Well, no, what, no. Oh, what? Is that what you do? Yeah, we have to, like, make it some kind of weird dance You have to move. do a performance. Yes! It can't just be a, it can't just be like men it, do. Like, doesn't it just sort of draw attention to it? No, or no, what, what can you do no, a distraction? Like, oh, 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 you just look around, is anyone looking at me? Oh, whatever, I just shush, shush. And then just really fast. Just really quick. Yeah. And, and sometimes, sometimes you're just like, oh, is that some thread on my. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. We have to do the same thing if checking we've had a blowout. If we've got like a period blowout on the back of our jeans, like sometimes you're sitting there and you're like, oh, shit, I think my pad is. I think the dam's busted. Mm. Oh, God, I'm scared to get up. So you've got to check. So you'll be like a, you'll just be like a, oh, just. I've taken a video with my phone. <laughs> like I was walking and I just what? felt like I was like, I something's happened. Yeah. And I just had my phone like this and just went. Oh, my God. You filmed your ass instead of looking? <laughs> she's that such a generation smart. It sounds smart. Yeah, she's grown up with that technology. Yeah, there's a, I'm doing a little like. You can't remember a time before iPhones, can you? Can you? 
Maybe Jack. Yeah. yeah. Jack. Okay. I had a Samsung flip phone. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't have worked on that. <laughs> yeah, so like it's a... The, we had Kodak cameras. <laughs> we would have to be like, click. We'll we find out maybe in a few hours if we go express. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then have to watch the creepy chemist guy knowing that he's flicked through all your weird photos every week. <laughs> yeah, hands oh. it back on. Good luck with your blowout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but women have to do weird dances to check on bodily functions. It's so shit. Okay. We're, so why was yeah. I talking about that? Oh, yeah, so, oh, my God. Yeah, so if you're about to pass someone and you've got an itch in your vagine because you've mm. got a massive yeast infection. Sounds uncomfortable. It's going to take the romance out of the moment. Mm. There's nothing you can do. Mm. Maybe you could grab their hand as though you're making a move to put it on you mm. and then rug, wriggle, <laughs> wriggle the hand around. Mm, mm, mm. You're like, oh, I'm so into you. Give me your hand. Touch my face. Touch my stomach. Scratch my bush. <laughs> <laughs> now please go and wash your hands. Maybe that's how the outbreak happened. <laughs> and I want to know, how was it jumping from crotch to crotch? This is my other question. What, well, like, why? I didn't know that yeast infections were contagious. Right. Oh, Are I they? know how they're jumping from crotch to crotch. They're having sex. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, but what, like, what, isn't that the point of the show? That's the point of all those shows. I don't know. It's a dating show for people over 40, actually. They're the they do have bunch. sex. Yeah, you yourself said it if you really want to just... Yeah, line them up, give it them some sense. white wine. So they've done gastro and now they've got thrush. Mm. I mean, it's, but it is great. I hope they get the cameras rolling. Oh, they better. Oh, have. my God. I can't wait for this TV show, to be honest. <laughs> I'm so sweaty. I feel like I've run a marathon today. I'm really sweaty. Because really? I've been dancing, I've been scratching, I've been exfoliating, I've been my knees, I've been my face. Your You're technique. always sweaty. Oh, so are you? Yeah, but I don't know why you're surprised. I know, is it true that women do do dance routines to hide the fact that they're scratching or is that just your mother? Because it feels like... Tell the truth, Bin. I don't think I've ever done a dance, dance routine. routine. I've yes, done that. I've never done the looking if there's thread. If you've got, say, if one of your nips is itchy... Do you go in like <laughs> men do and just like readjust a whole testicle in front of everyone? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. oh, my nip's a bit scratchy. I'll <laughs> just give it a go. No, I do like a... See, dance. It's That's a dance. not a dance. That's... Unless I went... Excuse me. <laughs> that is a dance move. Would you like to see my nip. performance of Britney Spears? Oops, I did it again. <laughs> no, it's Woo! called itching the nip, itching the nip, itching... That's what you do. You, do, you just you did a dance move. Not a very good one because you're only a strong mover. I can't help it that I'm a good dancer and you're a strong mover. Don't punish me for being good at Corey just because you can't do Excuse it. Excuse me, I was looking at musical auditions and on it it said strong movement required. So well, yeah, that I'm means ready to go. AKA you can't dance but <laughs> at least can do a step touch in time to the beat. <laughs> All right, well, that's enough from us. Thanks, everyone, for being here. I feel like we delivered the usual amount of things. Yep. Just trying to think. No, that's it. That's it. What, else? what a strong end. <laughs> I don't know. What else do you want to talk about? We're done. Oh, we're done. We'll find a way to end it. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye, Chella. Bye. Bye, Michael Lucas. This is Emsolation. Okay, Emsolators, thank you so much for being here. We'll catch you next Thursday, possibly Tuesday. If I can get my act together... There will be an episode on Tuesday. I'm not saying that is concrete, 100%. Don't hold me to it. If it's there, it's there. (laughs) It's coming. It's slowly coming. I am speaking with an ADHD specialist on Friday. He's this incredible doctor from New York. He's not just a specialist. He's a psychiatrist. He's a coach. He's so great. And I've been following him online for so long and I just thought, bugger it. And we, we asked him if he'd come and be a guest on the show and... I'm so excited. Dr. Perry, I um, I may get that ready for you next week. I don't know. 
I'm trying that. Please make sure you are constantly checking in on our Instagram because my daughter makes the most incredible videos and she puts up stories that help you with each episode and make sure you sign up for the newsletter. It's a whole thing. It's a whole experience, this podcast. We don't just record and then give you a podcast. No, we give you a community. We give you a Facebook page, a newsletter, an Instagram account. We give you the whole thing. I want you to feel like you're in a team. You know, like you're not an outsider. Maybe it's a bunch of outsiders who have come together and now we're all inside together. All the outsiders are insiders together. Does that make sense? You should see what my arms are doing right now. It makes sense if you could see the big whooshing moments, I, movements I'm making with my arms. Oh God, sometimes my brain is just too fast for my soul. <laughs> I'm sorry. Have a wonderful weekend. And um, there might be an episode Tuesday. I don't know. I don't know, mate. Bye. Emsolation with M. Rossiano is a Spotify exclusive podcast recorded at Down the Hill Studios, hosted by M. Rossiano with Michael Lucas, executive produced by Benjamin Wosley, produced by M. Rossiano, edited by Ezekiel Fenn at Entente Music, with videos by James Henderson, socials by Marcella Rossiano Barrow, with assistance from Jem Evans and Georgia Watts. Plus, occasional off-a-shelf installs and flat-pack wrangling from M's Dad Vinci. Get more Emsolation by following us on Instagram at Emsolation Podcast. You can also sign up for our weekly newsletter. Join other Emsolators at the Emsolation Group on Facebook. The answer is Harry Styles. And please, take the time to share this podcast with a friend and make sure you're following us on the Spotify app by hitting the follow button. Thanks again for taking time out to listen to this week's episode and we look forward to chatting with you again soon. Soon.